I've got I've got um a tweed jacket, not a sports coat. Sports casual with sports, with sports coat. No, no elbow patches. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, I've got uh, burgundy chinos, <laughs> and and one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing that or is we're not recording? Oh yeah, recording. Brilliant. <laughs> there it is. Welcome along to the Long Snapper podcast, the, well, as as introduced before, the NFL podcast with the least amount of actual NFL contact. Contact? Good one. Great. <laughs> do you do that start, again? Mate. We're done. Easy. Brilliant. <laughs> really, really good. Some say you make a decision whether you're going to keep listening after the first five seconds, so you've done us a yeah. favour there. Cheers, mate. I'm usually, I'm literally going to do that again. Edit no, no way. No, you're not. No, <laughs> keep it moving, mate. That is staying. You're having a laugh. <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> I said NFL contact instead yeah, of. Con- I know. You look it's like not a even Wally. so much time to say. Content. <laughs> Context. I don't, I don't Content know. Content you meant, but oh well. Um, Podcast is already 90% nonsense, 10% intro. <laughs> if you can call it that. that. Well, as per your Twitter poll yesterday, that's exactly what our listeners want. <laughs> I actually haven't checked the uh, the current state of that. I assume that Patrick's the only person that's voted for not nonsense. Uh, person, at least one person I'd... had before me, I think. I think there's only one vote for, for good points. Oh, then it must have been me. <laughs> that's a disgrace. <laughs> Right, you you may have heard some voices who are who are with us this evening. I am Adam, hosting, and therefore will be talking the most, as has been proved. Rich, Craig, and Patrick, you've heard. I'm not sure if you've heard Russ's dulcet tones. He's no. back. How are I'm, you, mate? I'm all right. I'm just keeping quiet in the background, mate. Just try to try to work out some one sentence previews. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing like decent prep. Yeah, prep 100. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, I genuinely might go back and re- re-record that introduction. Who am I kidding? That would require work. Right, shall we kick off with a quiz? Oh, let's. Um, I have some... We haven't quite... We've done a similar thing before, but not exactly like this. So what I'm going to do is, each question, I'm going to read out a list of players. And when you have the nerve to buzz in, do so with your name. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you're frozen out of that question. Um, and each question, the players will have a team in common that they've all played for. So the, obviously, the more players you hear, the, the more obvious that team might be. The first one or two, you you would have to literally guess. Does that make sense? Yes. Was um, any everybody listening? Because I know that that won't be the case. No. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see how it De- goes. Definitely not listening. <laughs> and I'm not just being a prick. <laughs> I, I too was right in my one sentences. It's funner this way. <laughs> it's funner. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that sh- that shit be funner. <laughs> Shout your name. Guess a team, Craig. Always. Yeah. Oh, is he is he is he robbing your idea, Patrick? Oh, wow. Okay, let's go. Isn't that what you did last week? No. 
Did oh, you even well. listen? Uh, what, last, last week, God? <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> or the week before. Whatever. I don't care as long as you downloaded it on every device that you've got. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I listen. I like it. Oh. Yeah. There's no point doing that as long as, you know, <laughs> it counts as stats. Right. Let's kick off. First question. Golden Tate. Stephen Hauschka. Jimmy Graham. Matt Flynn. <laughs> Richard Sherman. Rich. Yes, Rich. Seahawks. Correct. That was a bit cagey. I forgot the Golden Tate played for him, and I was trying to work out if there was <laughs> someone else. Is that all you've got to do? Just guess it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great stuff, Craig. <laughs> right, next one. Matt Schaub, Richie Incognito. Craig. Yes, oh. Craig. Texans. Incorrect, you are frozen out. Jerry Rice. Rich. Yes, Rich. Raiders. Correct again. Good start for you. Two points out of two. Next up. Brian Hoyer, Josh Gordon, Rich. Russ. Rich was first. Pats. You jammy sod, because that literally could have <laughs> equally been the Browns. I was going to say the Pats as well. Does get your point, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Might be the only point that I didn't get. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Right. Next question. Kerry Collins, Martellus Bennett, Kurt Rich. Warner. Yes, Rich. Bears. Incorrect. You are frozen out. About fucking time. Kurt <laughs> Warner, you may have heard. Odell Beckham Jr. Pat. Russ. Yes, Pat. Browns. The Browns is incorrect. You are also, also frozen Russ. out. Russ. Russ. Giants. Correct. Now we're down to one, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next. Vinny Testaverde. And I'll be impressed if anyone's got the balls to jump in there. Yeah. It's not something I I usually order at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Benjamin Watson. Cody Kessler. Fucking hell. Tim Couch, David and Joku, Russ Craig, Russ was first. Cleveland Browns. That is correct. You are up to two points. <sighs> Next question: Michael Vick, Reggie White, Craig. Yes, Eagles. Correct. Well done. You are on the board. Okay, Mike Wallace. Willie Colon. <laughs> I should have guaranteed. said that for the other one, shouldn't that I? That was guaranteed. <laughs> uh, no one buzzed in just then, did they? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Martavis Bryant. Craig. Yes, Craig. Steelers. Okay, next up. Brock Osweiler. Lamar Miller. Craig. 
Yes. Houston. Correct. Again, on a roll, up to three points, joint leader with Rich. Okay. Um, Russ, you're on two. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Akid Salib. Jay Cutler. Craig. Russ. Craig was first. Broncos. Correct. Four in a row, Craig. Okay. He's worked out the rules now. That's the problem. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fuck me. Narrow it down, mate. <laughs> LeGarrett Blunt. Craig. Yeah. Bills. Incorrect. You're frozen out. Warren Sapp. Ah. Cameron Brait. Craig. Russ. You can't go again. Russ. <laughs> yes, Russ. Bucks. Yes, Bucks is correct. <laughs> okay. Charles Clay. Jason Taylor. Jarvis Landry. Craig. Yes, Craig. Wow. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Correct. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got five left. Josh McCown. Dante Culpepper. Pat. Yes, Pat. Bears. Incorrect. Craig. Bad luck. You're frozen out, Craig. Vikings. Incorrect as well. It's just Rich and Russ in this one. <laughs> Reggie Bush. Oh. <laughs> Zicky Answer. Rich. Yes, Rich. Lions. Correct. You are up to four points. Craig is on five. Next one. Brett Favre. <laughs> Rich. Oh, yes, Rich. Vikings. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, Russ. That. Russ. Yeah, yes, Russ. Green Bay. Incorrect. You're Craig. As well. Craig, yeah. Yes. Jets, incorrect. Oh, what? <laughs> well, now the pressure's on. <laughs> you just listen. You, you can just listen. listen. You, can have, you can have all of them, Pat. May I mean. as well, yeah. yeah. And then get it wrong just for comedy yes. value. <laughs> okay, here you go. Brett, Brett Favre, Stephen Jackson, Harry oh, Douglas, Craig. Michael Turner, and Literally. Matt Bryant. Oh. I'm hoping you can figure this out. Do you know what? I've genuinely no idea. Falcons. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> that would have been amazing if nobody had got that. I've genuinely one idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matt Hasselbeck. Andre Johnson. Rich. Yes, Rich. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've cranked it up. <laughs> 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 I'm going to say Titans. Incorrect. <laughs> Uh, okay, carrying on. Dallas Clark. Charlie Whitehurst. Craig. Yes, Craig. Indy? Indy is correct. Is Charlie Whitehurst the handsome one? Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Good job, lad. <laughs> right, next one. Scott Tolsey. I hope that's how you describe me when you talk about me. <laughs> I describe <laughs> you in a lot of ways, mate. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what one of them isn't. <laughs> I, th- I think you're handsome, Craig, but you're not in Charlie Whitehurst's league. Not even close. What? Come on. I reckon. Have you seen him? 
<laughs> right, where were we? Scott Tolzine. Jared Cook. Greg Jennings. Pat. Yes, Pat. Saints. Incorrect. Craig. Craig. <laughs> oh, there's, a, there's a long pause. I'm not having these long pauses. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. It's out of my head. Could you say the names again? <laughs> Him. <laughs> that's mad how that happens. I definitely had a knock there. <laughs> <laughs> you know the other thing. The only other thing that I didn't don't say about you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Tubbs. <laughs> Come on, he bought himself a new hat. Casting <laughs> <laughs> it black cap. Who does that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what else does that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's my middle class hat. What are you saying? <laughs> Um, right, where, where where are we? Um, he's about to read out the question. Now, now, now Craig's frozen out. You may as well start again. Pat, Pat I think, is frozen out as well. I may have got oh, that wrong. I, am, I shouldn't yeah. be frozen out. I've yeah, definitely yeah. got an answer. Just as Rich, soon as you Rich, read out the three answers Tup. again, <laughs> I'm not going to read them again. Can I have a go then? No. Oh. You're out. Uh, I'll read the first three really quickly for the other two <laughs> Scott Tolsey, Jared Cook, Greg Jennings. We also have Ha Ha Clinton Dix. And Mason Crosby. Russ. Rich. Russ was first. Uh, Green Bay. Bay is correct. Last I'm question. Good when it comes apparently, to kickers. Apparently I can't unmute Craig having muted him, so he's going to have to unmute himself. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> That's an annoying feature, isn't it? Right, last up. Lance Kendricks. Marcus Peters. Craig. Yes, Craig. Rams. Rams is correct. And the scores, Patrick, one. One whole point. Russ, you got four. Rich, you got four as well. But this week's winner, and I'm going to play some music. Craig with seven points. Well done, sir. Bang. Well done, Craig. That's one of the things I do say about you. Winner. <laughs> You'd be right. <laughs> there you well, go. let's see how this weekend goes. Yeah, He's got well, music to prove it. Hey, it's it's going to be a big weekend in the uh, the Wonka's legal record. That's for certain. Yeah. Everybody laughed at me last season, and here I am in the semi final. To be fair, I've got you there. The, Why the would everyone laugh at you? The, 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 the trades. Good. The trades have been successful. Does anyone else want to hear about this? No, nobody. <laughs> no one ever does. <laughs> Other people's <laughs> fantasy football teams. Yeah, it's it's never it's a good exciting. topic, is it? Like like your your game of golf. If you weren't there. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear about your drive on the 16th. Although, other than defences, fantasy went mental this week, didn't it, with some of these scores? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it was just it was just a ridiculously fun scoring week in the NFL. Well, if we had anybody on the the Saints or the Falcons team, you you, you got shitload of points, didn't you? That was backyard football. Uh, Niners. <laughs> what did yeah, I say? Niners. What did I say? But it was like it's <laughs> almost like it, it's like it was like the fourth 
quarter of the season with just garbage time points coming from everywhere. Yeah. And although people are going for, um, although teams are going for sort of number one seeds and and bye weeks and chasing the playoffs and wild cards, it would just seem like everyone threw absolute caution to the wind. I mean. I guess we'll probably talk about the Broncos. It's like teams coming from nowhere and just going, oh yeah, we've got an offense. Apart from the Jets and the and the Dolphins. It can be a funny <laughs> time of the season because you you get teams that don't have anything to play for can suddenly be dangerous when the pressure's off. Yeah. Like like you I Broncos as an example, you've you've suddenly stuck Drew Locke in there and rather than him actually having genuine pressure, he's go they're going into Houston with nothing to play for, nobody fancying them whatsoever. Gloves are off, but that's yes. that wasn't the case in the Niners Saints game. You got the two two of the top three teams in the NFC. No, yeah. To be fair, Craig, I thought I thought you were actually shading the Niners because the Falcons did put up forty odd points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, nobody cares about that. I think even <laughs> Jamie doesn't care. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, you both wear red. Both scored a lot of points that week. Yeah, <laughs> who really gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyone who's caring about the playoffs. How, how what, are your what, Jets doing? Overrated. <laughs> overrated. Right, can you still let's make them let's or not? Uh, can they mathematically still... Well, it was a good win for the Jets, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I'll be honest. I've had enough. I'm ready for this season to be, <laughs> be done. The main um, interest in that game was whether Rob Baronis's eight field goal record was, was going to get broken. And I'm glad it didn't. It didn't. Oh, didn't no, okay. he got the eight, Miami eight kick field. seven. Okay. Um, right, let's go into Steve Brain's anytime touchdown corner before we manage to miss that and forget, which I'm paranoid every week that we'll do. We we didn't do too well last week, let's be honest. Only Rich saved himself from sticking a fiver in. See, Adam, I, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. If we're going to lose on one of the, on one of the legs, we should lose on all, all as many as possible. Yeah, that's the fair. Yes. Yeah. Good point. So, so in, in that case, you've done the wrong thing by letting you go. I know. We're, we're all decent people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I failed every other week. So um, we had, I think Jack Doyle got, did make a catch in the end zone. that was called back. I may be confusing that, but, and then Darren Waller got, a big player and then tackled at the one and then to add insult to injury, the Raiders then threw it to, um, I was going to say, Foster Moreau. Thank you. Um, who with his 87 Jersey unleashed a huge Gronk spike, which really irritated me. <laughs> what is it with tight ends and spiking it? It seems really popular in that position and that position alone. It's because they're all massive and probably really thick. So can't come up with anything else. I thought you were going to say massive balance. Tight ends actually aren't. Funnily enough, they do look like big, massive brutes. But Travis Kelsey, you got to learn. You got to learn the playbook, and you got to learn the blocking schemes. So generally, pretty smart guys. Just saying. Have you heard Carl Rudolph talk? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having that. <laughs> hey, listen. People said the same about Bex. Them lot are making hand over fist though. Like. Don't judge a book by its cover, Adam. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its very handsome cover just because, you know. You're talking about Bex now? He is super handsome. Nah, that is a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He's still no Charlie Whitehurst. 
Shall we get on with it? <laughs> yes, let's. <laughs> right, we need to we need to pick a. Ah, we, we need to pick someone. Each of us, Rich. Why don't we start with you? Um, I am going to go with David and Joku because we haven't been picking against the Cardinals and we really should be. <clears throat> we ought to. Is he? Is he? Back off of IR now. I know he's. Yeah, he, yeah played he's, he's he's back. he played last week and Excellent. he did all right. So I'm hoping that he ramps up and gets. I all right. Touchdown. He made one catch from three three targets, but you know it's better than IR. <laughs> Stand up for a tight end. <laughs> and not the most consistent. It's not the most consistent position that we've picked for uh, touchdowns. No, correct. We just Which need means to great odds. Titans that score rather than the ones that don't. It's not that difficult, surely. Okay. <laughs> well, when when Jared Cook lets me down for six hundred quid, and then for the following three <laughs> weeks, following three weeks, reels in TDs. Piss take. Yeah. All right, who Russ? Who are you going to have then? Um, uh, I am Jared gonna go... Cook. No, I'm not because Good. you know what will happen. Um, I'm going to go for Cameron Brait for the Bucks against the Lions. Okay. I quite like that shout. For what it's worth, I was tempted. I was tempted. Yeah. Uh, Patrick. Well, it's a tricky one this week. I think I'm gonna go Darren Fells against the Titans in that divisional grudge match. So I want to see the tax- Texans coming back fighting after last week's uh, humiliation. Okay. Second week in a row picking against the Titans. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Craig, who have you got? Um, in fairness, I must admit my earphone fell out as Rich was talking, so I hope he hasn't already picked this. So I'm gonna go uh, kill. I like him against the Falcons. Unbelievably, Rich didn't pick Kittle. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Rich... perfect. <laughs> but... Bad decision on his part, but yeah, let's get one in, man. I don't think I've called one right all year. Okay, I just didn't you, think I could have... pick him three weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm going to go with, and I thought about picking him last week, but didn't go with didn't go with a homer pick. Um, and we discussed him, I think, on on WhatsApp as well. Uh, but the Harvard graduate Anthony Ferkser, who as a sort of Titans number two tight end, um, just have a feeling that he could get on the score sheet. And with any luck, his odds will be more generous. Like it could be 100 to 30 or something so there we go david and joku cameron brait darren fells george kittle and anthony ferkser fingers crossed we ought to win one of them that'd be nice wouldn't it we are racking up those fivers though yeah yeah either way it's a bit of dough in it so yeah it would be you're right it would be nice if if one of them came in um rich is talking with his mic muted yeah i know i was coughing figured that wouldn't be as good Good radio as me talking. Although, not by much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk. In fact, before we look at the state of the NFL and some games and playoff scenarios, etc., the New England Patriots have been a bit naughty again. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to read their statement out, in fact, which I I can barely believe, given everything that's been alleged. So... They're, they're making this documentary called Do Your Job and cameras are following their staff around and they followed some scouts to Cincinnati. And so they've got film of the squad well, or the, the film, the filmmakers or the scouts, I'm not sure, who have been filming where they shouldn't. Um, 
you know they've done this before 2007 and so this was their this was their statement defending the accusation from the new england patriots for the past year the new england patriots content team has produced a series of behind the scenes features on various departments within the organization the seven previous do your job episodes are archived on patriots.com on sunday december the 8th the content team sent a three-person video crew to the Bengals-Browns game at First Energy Stadium in order to capture one part of a longer feature on the Patriots scouting department. In this case, the Patriots pro personnel scout while he was working in the press box. While we sought and were granted credentialed access from the Cleveland Browns for the video crew, our failure to inform the Bengals and the league was an unintended oversight. In addition to to filming the scout, the production crew, without specific knowledge of league rules, inappropriately filmed the field from the press box. The sole purpose of the filming was to provide an illustration of an advanced scout at work on the road. There was no intention of using the footage for any other purpose. We understand and acknowledge that our video crew, which included independent contractors who shot the video, unknowingly violated a league policy by filming the field and sideline from the press box. When questioned, the crew immediately turned over all footage to the league and cooperated fully. The production crew is independent of our football operation. While aware that one of the scouts was being profiled for a Do Your Job episode, our football staff had no other involvement whatsoever in the planning, filming or creative decisions made during the production of these features. We accept full responsibility for the actions of our production crew at the Browns-Bengals game. I've never heard such a bunch of absolute crap. How long do you think they've had that statement prepared for with insert team names here on the, uh, <laughs> on the press release? Well, you'd think they'd do a better job of it, wouldn't you? No, they don't give a shit, mate. They don't. They don't as long as they've got a line. They don't care. What are you going to do? Like, listen, listen to that statement. The fella who ever read that out at a press conference, there's no way he's kept a straight face. Like, they're just bantering. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> we hand over, when asked, we handed over all of the... I mean, you mean when you were caught red-handed, you had to give up your shit, is what you said, bro. Like, they just, they just don't give a shit, mate. They do not give two tosses. You know, I can't, they, I can't believe this thing, hasn't blown up bigger, to be the, frank. The thing about this for me is it's fucking embarrassing to be caught cheating against the Bengals. <laughs> you don't need to cheat to beat the Bengals this season. But caught cheating in the same way that you were caught cheating and punished 12 years ago. <laughs> but I just think everybody does it. I do think, like, in terms of that whole thing, obviously, the way they, when they got caught, whatever, 2007 initially... Like, that was proper underhand going and hiding and trying to capture shit. Like, <clears throat> but I do think, in general, they all do it. I mean, you've got the game tape from Sunday. Okay, cool. It's not practice, but I just reckon they're all doing it. You're not meant to. Listen to, uh, obviously, it's, I'm uh, not the same sport, but did you not see um, when Leeds got caught? And Marco Beza gave, like, a two-hour... PowerPoint presentation about not only what he did but how they do it. Like, yeah. it's just own it. Yeah, it's common in sports. So well, no, but I'm right in saying that when Leeds did it, what they did wasn't actually banned. They weren't actually breaking any laws or rules. Yeah, it was one of those gentlemen's agreement not to spy on each other, but there's no actual legal rules stopping you from doing it. So they, but, they but did the it NFL, anyway. the rules are very clear. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, the Pats help write the bloody things. Let's, let's be, this is this is what I can't get my head around. It's 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 almost like what next year they're going to try and deflate footballs. I mean, <laughs> is it like a cycle, like a, 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 the the Patriots cheating cycle. 
<laughs> no, it's just it's just constant, and it depends on how often the league check in and see what they're doing. That's what yeah, I wondered about this. Is it is this the time they were caught doing it, or was this exactly. like a, yeah. let's test it out and see if we can do it here? Because if people catch us doing it, we can. Do, it's plausible deniability to say, well, why would we try and cheat to beat the Bengals? They're the work team with the worst record in football. <laughs> It'd be amazing if the Bengals turn it over. I honestly think all teams just where they can. They are filming each other all the time. I mean, access is so open now. You've got so many people at practice, so many, not just people directly involved with the club, but so many people sort of indirectly involved. I just can't see how people Craig's don't. Frozen. I... There's always, oh, there's, um, is, is there a person, a guy turns up with a, a, a brown tie and a, and a duffel bag with a camera in the end of it, or uh, all mic'd up with a with a camera in his lapel or something, <laughs> with a massive newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your hat whirring? No reason. It's like the, that Simpsons episode where Homer goes into the quickie mart with that massive hat on his head. <laughs> familiar with what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm just uh, thinking about that. Um, Belichick's never made any secret of the fact that he feels that they should try. If you're not trying to get an advantage any way you can, then you're not. You're never going to win. You're not cheating. You're not trying. <laughs> well, they... it'll be interesting to see what the league say. That's going to be the interesting thing: is what are the repercussions from this? No, because I'd be willing to be bet none. it'll be a little <laughs> slap on the wrist, and maybe even... they'll lose a low draft pick. Nah. I mean, how how. Given the history, this is what I'm incredulous about. I mean, is no, like no, nothing's going to happen, Adam. Nothing's going to happen. But that, this is that. Why? Why is this? Given the fact they've done it before and been caught, why is this something that the entire media is constantly talking about? Okay, right now, this, should I? I have an issue here. Of the NFL has all these rules and no clear no clarity at all about what punishments go along with breaking what rules in other sports there are very clear punishments of if you do this x happens if you do this y happens with the nfl they are always just making it up on the fly and that really pisses me off like there should be a very clear thing that says if you get caught filming in whatever way you know blah 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 whatever the rule states then this is the punishment that gets handed out and it pisses me off that they don't do that. Well, it pisses me off that they don't do something. They might do something, but I think you're right. It won't but be they won't. Much. And if there were yeah, if actual is... punishments listed against those things, it would be very clear what would happen next. For, the, for those listeners that also listen to all over, this sort of segment is, is remarkably <laughs> <coughs> similar to, to Saracens <laughs> and the, some of the stuff that they've got away with. Next, we'll be I, I saying listen... that... Um, I listened be, to those ones. That was really interesting. They'll be bre- well, breaching be, the salary cap, and you know, yeah, it'll be it'll be like Saracens do, bre- breaching the salary cap again in two years' time. That, that <laughs> like, that's what this is. Anyway, we should probably move on. Right, we have there's some football to talk about as well. Uh, we touched on that ridiculous game in New Orleans, uh, which Atlanta were apparently involved in, um, and. <laughs> The general playoff picture in the NFC, I mean, that's given the Niners a massive shot in the arm, that result. So they should be favourites to take the NFC West, if not the number one seed. Obviously, that game in Seattle, the final game, is still huge. Uh, but the 
given that the Seahawks lost to the Rams. Advantage Niners, Rich. Well, you say that, but it really still just comes down to that game, even with those two things happening. Because if we hadn't won that game, we would still have had to beat them and we would still them. have finished top. Well, the only thing it does is to guarantee us the one seed if we win out versus the Saints getting the one seed. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it's it's massive all the same. You know, regardless it's a huge confidence of... thing. The thing the thing for me is everyone. We came into these three games against Green Bay, um, the Ravens, and the Saints, and everyone was saying, you know, there was still all this thing about the Niners have played no one yet. They, you know, we'll we'll see what they're really about. And we came out of that series with two and one record. So I feel pretty good about the uh, the, the Niners right now. Um, but yeah, it still all comes down to that. You know, it's first seed or fifth seed based on that Seattle game, unless we manage to cock it up against the Rams. I mean, Here's Seattle, my, um... Seattle could cock it up again very easily and uh, make it a moot point. Seattle and Seattle aren't convincing. Sorry, Craig. I got a, I got a question for you, Rich. <clears throat> for Having watched watched, in fairness, I didn't get to watch that game as in depth as I like. Um, but from what I saw of that game and from the season. Oh, and I know you scored a lot of points. Are you not worried about Jimmy G? Did, I mean, he makes the odd mistake, and I'm not too concerned about that, if I'm honest, because whenever he's had an interception this season, I don't know if it's still true now, but it was certainly true through week 10 or 11. Every time he'd had an interception, the next drive had been a touchdown. So he... he does not have a long memory when it comes to making mistakes. He tends to bounce back from them very quickly. He does still make those mistakes. He does still have a tendency to throw interceptions. The interception in this game was not his fault. He hit Sanders right in the hands and Sanders just, you know, didn't catch it straight to the defender turnover. He had a bad landing spot for him. That's why. He had a decent game, Sanders, so you might be able to forgive him that. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about that one play, but that definitely wasn't on Jimmy is my point. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm less interested in the interceptions, to be honest. It's more around... I mean, he made some good plays, don't get me wrong, and it's going to sound, you know, after winning a game like that, it's going to sound a bit... I don't know, maybe I'm reflective, but I came out of that game, given how many points you scored, mad underwhelmed. Like, you watch Drew Brees and, and the guy as... I felt like you could give him a lot of credit for what that offence did. Watching the Niners, I don't know if you can give him that type of credit. I think Sanders was brilliant, but I don't. I don't really. Most start was brilliant. I, I just find it hard to attach any real. He's, he's um, led. He's led the team to what forty-eight points in the Superdome. Listen, I'm, uh, um, I understand that it may be an unpopular opinion. I'm just asking a question. I mean, it's less. You know, maybe not quite the same as sort of Aaron Rodgers right now, but. Um, I just you're scoring points, you're winning games. Sure, I can't. I just find it hard he, to say Jimmy I'm, G is the reason. I'm with I'm 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 with Craig a little bit here, and I love Jimmy G. Don't get me wrong, because of his jawline. Because of his jawline more than anything. Like like most of the female presenters on NFL Network or CBS <laughs> or wherever else, wherever else they show it. If you had to um, pick between Jimmy G and Juju, I oh could. J- Jimmy G. Um, oh. I wasn't, I wasn't really? expecting, anyway, that. Anyway, expecting that. Anyway, right? 
Um, Charlie Whitehurst but, would. But, yeah, absolutely. Wipe, both wipe, of wipe, wipe, too, wipes yeah. the wipes floor, both of them. Glad you finished that sentence. No, what I'm going to say about Jimmy G is that he doesn't, when you say he's led the team to 48 points, technically he has, I suppose. But you see what the type the type of shit that Breeze does when he starts linking with Michael Thomas and he just he just command you just know if if the Saints are five points down going into a two minute drill, you know Drew Breeze is marching them down the field and they're scoring a touchdown. They're winning that game. Well, that's that's what they but, did and they scored too but quickly. They, they, absolutely they scored too quickly. And we all said it on the WhatsApp. But I don't think he was expecting that play where um was it Gin? Who was it who went in on the It was the sort of game I mean we've sorry Pat we've seen this in I think the Giants in the Super Bowl where the the, the game's so mental and there's so much offense that you're actually screaming at somebody to just go down on the one yard line and it was it was literally it was that sort of scenario as crazy as it seemed I remember yeah. uh, Maurice Jones do doing that for the Jaguars. It was uh, cerebral play. That's the well, even 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 if he even if he just ran out of bounds, okay, it would have stopped the clock. But then they can go from the one. They can you know they can run or spike it, whatever. Uh, spike it. He could do whatever on, uh, from the one. Run some clock down and then go for it. You know, maybe maybe is, it's an overthought. Maybe it's too you... much of a risk. You've, you've got to score a touchdown in that situation. They were four points behind, so they they could not have they could not have afforded to not score at that point. And so that's the risk you're taking. You're yeah, but you're effectively if, saying we think we can stop Jimmy G, and we'll take the touchdown and the lead. I'd I'd with fifty seconds to go. If I'm New Orleans, I'd fancy my chances more with four four downs from the one yard line than stopping San Francisco getting a field goal. I really Agreed. would. No, I don't, I, I, I don't think... I think if you're a coach... It's hard to... It's hard if, to if you're a coach yeah. and it's under a minute left in, or whatever and your player goes down the one when you need to win the game. If you're already winning the game or you need a field goal, then, you know, Todd Gurley up like he did last year, which, by the way, cost me fantasy, but whatever, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> like, fine. But if you need a touchdown and you're less than a minute or whatever, you've got to score. You've got to stop them. There's no way in a million years your de- your defence has to stop them. Has to has to put you in a good position. There's um, also, normally there's I'd also agree, an element... the way of that game was going. It was just, you could just see it. There's also an element of you've got to stop a player's instinct to score. You know, you, you, we had a couple of instances that were talked about on Niners Twitter. Um, Debo Samuel... Um, because you're late in the game, he ran out of bounds twice in our drive before that Saints drive. And mm. both of those occasions, if if he just stays in bounds, that runs another 30, 40 seconds off the clock, you know, potentially each time. And we get well down within, you know, a minute or so to go. And, and, and we can run off almost all of the clock before the Saints even get the ball back. And that, so you might that again argue makes then that difference. they wouldn't have left you enough time on the clock to come back and get your field goal. So might have well, I don't know. They'd yeah, have had, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They'd have had the time. I mean, this is the thing. Is but my point is more: you are trying to prevent a player doing something that they instinctively want to do. Yeah. Wide receivers will instinctively go out of bounds when it's late in the game. You know, unless you're throwing into the middle of the field. Yeah, and and you you're taught 
even in practice, you catch the ball. You don't just stop and catch the ball. Even if you there's if it's not padded, you've got no pads on, you're not playing any defense, you catch the ball and you run through. So I don't have a massive issue. You've got to stop Jimmy G, you've got to stop the Niners. And you've got, entertain- you got to stop George Kittle. Absolutely. Yeah, of all of the people, <laughs> go and go and stop Kittle, obviously. But still, that said. You know, it happens. They're both going to be fine. They're both going to go to the playoffs. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not particularly worried about the Saints. I do think they do have to fix some things on defense. But as a Niners fan watching that, yep, Sanders is a great signing. You've got a great running back stable. Kittle's obviously probably the best tight end in football. I'm still not sold on the quarterback. I'm really not. See, I don't, I don't really mind that too much for two reasons. First off, I love the fact that we're being underdogged on a number of fronts this season, and I, I feel like it fires up the players and gives them, you know, a good chip on their shoulders. The other one is that even if Jimmy G is just a system quarterback, it's Kyle Shanahan's system, and I mm-hmm. trust that man implicitly to be able to run a good offense. Yeah, I think the thing is, it's not the best quarterback that wins the football game. Every time, otherwise the game would be really boring. It's who has the best team and the best parts that wins the football game. So, you know, what we've seen 11 times this season is the 49ers have had the better team, and it doesn't matter whether Garoppolo was better than the opposition quarterback, it matters whether the team as a whole was better than the team as a whole. That's they true. get to the they get back, they get to the championship game though, or NFC championship game, and I do think it's going to matter who the quarterback is. You could potentially be playing that same game again, the right? Way, the way you're, the no, way you're we'll talking. Be, the wait, way you're talking, wait, though. Wait, it's... wait, Adam. We'll be playing that game at Levi's if we play it again. Okay, And that's fine. the difference. We won't have that noise in the Superdome that, that clearly our players were struggling with at times. Absolutely fine. They're, but they're not I used to noise there's... playing at Levi's. There, there is every chance that you get to a position where you need your quarterback to win you this game. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, that to be honest, that's the thing. You look, you know, I think we we're going to talk about um, those ten and three teams. Uh, I hope you don't mind. Bit of a segue, Adam, but do, those do it. teams, Roll with those, it. those teams who have got those ten wins, eleven wins, <clears throat> we got a little bit of a question of. I honestly think it's going to be about the quarterback. I think the best quarterback out of those teams, Green Bay, Seahawks, Vikings. It's going to be who's got who's got the best quarterback play at the time. Who's going to make out of those teams? The I... teams, okay. The t- the ten and three teams that we're talking about here are the well. This was I've, apologies if I've missed any here, but the Saints, the Seahawks, the Patriots, and the Packers are all sitting at ten and three. Now, how 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 are the Packers ten and three? I Until don't know. Explain that to me. God, <laughs> I've been telling you all year. Oh, if you add up all their wins practice. and all their losses, they cut it. <laughs> it's it, they they just kind of they just kind of snuck to ten and three, and not one person has talked about the Packers. Everyone's talked about the Saints. Everyone's talked about the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Everyone's talked about the Pats and how they've almost limped to ten and three without being really any good, and the decline of Brady and and all of that. And all the while, with minimal offensive weapons and finally using um, Aaron Jones the way he should be used the Packers have got to to 10 and 3 and I don't don't 
I just don't understand it. They've got a run game. They've got a run game again, and it's something they've not had for probably four or five years. And it, it, the last couple of years, that people have realised that they can just, if they can keep Aaron Rodgers in the pocket and sack, uh, you know, get those sacks and and prevent him from getting outside and out of structure. And now that they've got Aaron Jones, that's just taken. It's it's meant that they're not as one dimensional as they've been for a long time. But I don't think they're convincing, and I I could see them. I could see them not even making the NFC Championship game, depending on who they come up against. They're out. They're out in round one. They're not one. making that game. They're out in round one. This is a paper tiger, mate. I have no idea. Good they lost fortune, to the Eagles. Good fortune and uh, favorable matchups. That is all. Because even this is the thing. We're talking. I truly believe. You know, there's some teams that I think are built. Good enough, regardless of of quarterback play. There are some teams who I think have got enough around them. Vikings are a good example. I think Cousins is decent. I think he's better than people are giving credit for. But that is a team you should do well with as long as you've got a functional quarterback. Those, t- a lot of those other ten and three teams or whatever. I don't know what the Vikes are. What are those nine and four? That that little middle cluster teams, particularly in NFC. I think they're going to need going to need good quarterback play and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is playing great he doesn't he looks frustrated he doesn't look like he's in command he's always always under pressure uh Jones has played well um if Devontae Adams isn't playing phenomenal I don't listen if you're in the NFC and you get Green Bay in the playoffs you're laughing that's one of the interesting things for me is that every Every season up until probably last season, every time we think Aaron Rodgers is running out of wide receivers because of injury or because of guys leaving, he's always elevated the play of those wide receivers. This year, it doesn't feel like he's elevating anyone's play. I've not seen him, you know, Devontae Adams obviously been in and out with injuries, but Lazard, Marcus Scandl, uh, Scandling, what's the other guy's name? Geronimo um, Allison. Geronimo Allison. Allison last year, I thought was going to be a bit of a sneaky superstar this year, and he's he's done nothing. He's had a lot of injuries this year, so isn't he? Has he been out a bit with injury? Allison? I don't think so. I think he's played most games. I've had I've had him in a fantasy team, and I've just not trusted him for for weeks now. But I think he's been playing like seventy eight percent of snaps. But he sees that they've had like weird random games like the other week from like Lazard the other week had a, a random two touchdown 120 yard game um they just and then gone back to doing nothing and then just gone back to doing nothing it just it's really really odd I, I think what it. I think what it does show you is they've got to do something around the um quarterback coach relationship because for all intents and purposes as we lean into the season we talked about how that was going to play out and at the moment, it just doesn't look like Green Bay are playing to any system. It doesn't look like they're playing to any scheme. It looks like they 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 they're getting the rubber to green and they're getting fortunate. That you know, I I I they've got to get they they have to find a way of putting some structure around this team. And if if they let if what they've done up until now is basically said, all right, Aaron, go on then, go on then. Well, well, who do you think is saying that? Aaron's the one saying, "I'm going well, to be the that, one, I'm going to be the guy that, here, and that, right?" And that was the conversation in the off season. 
the, the, the conversation was Aaron doesn't want anything really to change. Coach is coming in. Just deal with it. Aaron's the general. That seems to have settled after about, you know, basically last two games of preseason. Both of them came out, said too much was made of it. Blah, blah, blah. Aaron's fine. Well, it's an, if anything, the challenge might be that the record is too good because the football has not been. Um, if I'm the head coach, though, I'm saying, look, this shows you that you can't just do what you want, mate. We've yeah, got to scheme he, better. He's not an offensive coordinator and he's very rapidly finding out that he's not an offensive coordinator. He's a very good on-the-fly quarterback and he's good at picking calls when he's given a couple to, to choose from. But I'm not convinced that he's an offensive coordinator in the way that the best in the game are. I think fundamentally it comes down to you look at what they've got on offense compared to what other teams in the league got on offense and they've got a one-two at running back that you take behind a lot of other teams. You've got a wide receiving core that you take behind a lot of other teams. So they're higher than you'd expect with the pieces they've got, but that's why they haven't convinced, I think. Okay, let's move on. I think that yeah, so other other ten and about three the... teams, or, or well, from the well, Green Bay Packers. We've we've roasted the Green Bay Packers. We talked about the Pats last week. I think we're probably all in agreement there. They, I mean, we've, if anything, that game against the Chiefs just proved us all right with everything we said. It's nice that they had a few officiating decisions that <laughs> not go their way, and being out of challenges and not being able to do anything about it, which thrilled me greatly. I'd also <laughs> I'd also like to point out. Um, uh, the the old man quarterback shuffle for a first down because that was oh, hilarious. Yeah, was he amazing. was so gassed. He was <laughs> pumped. I mean, he he ran he ran all of twelve yards. Yeah. He's, he's got to be a bit pumped, he, <laughs> shattered. Yeah, ran about a four nine five one. <laughs> Listen, my ten year old runs faster than that. I'm telling you that. <laughs> don't don't doubt that. Yeah, I, I we. We sort of we did that last week, and uh, they're going to struggle as well. And I, and I think it goes back to what we said: the Seahawks. I'm more I'm more convinced about the Seahawks than I am about either of those teams. Um, partly because I believe in their quarterback or more. Um, I believe in their coaching. You know, not, not that there's obviously anything wrong with Belichick, um, but what's you? What's going on with Tyler Lockett? He's he's is he still not? You know. Is he still feeling the effects of that shin injury he got the other week? Because I've no, you know, in in fantasy he's not been picking up many points, but he doesn't seem to have have been targeted very much. You know, they they're not. The thing is, they're not going through the air to him, are they? The Seahawks were never at any point under under Russ. They they were never like a Pat's offense. Brady, if you know, barring let's say premium Gronk years, Brady might hit every receiver four times Seahawks never did that they were a run first team and actually they remain a run first team they've got those yeah, two yeah. big bats well they, they, they did have until Penny Penny's until, out now isn't he yeah absolutely um, but then you, you draft a guy you know 6'4 230 pounds whatever in Metcalf uh, you know the, the targets are hard to come by in the slot they've got they've got a good couple of tight ends they they set up a lot. I noticed they're on Monday Night Football recently, and as terrible as that coverage is, what they do is they show you at the bottom of the screen the personnel for every play. Mm. And I noticed that most of the time the the Seahawks had another offensive lineman in. 
Yeah. So they only actually, and, and not even declaring them as eligible. I mean, they, they might have done, but for the sake of argument, yeah. So you've only, you've only got four instead of five eligible receivers on each play. So they're, yeah, they're, they're run first and, you know, with, with the play action or Russ doing a bootleg or whatever. So they're, that's how they set up. And, and if if you've got one fewer receiver generally on the field, that's that's going to hurt the likes of Metcalf's targets, Lockett, Lockett, anyone anyone else. And but I don't, I don't think that's a that might be an issue for fantasy owners, but I don't think that's a problem for the the Seahawks not for the themselves. not for the Seahawks. But I just you know he was he was getting a lot of work earlier in the season, especially well Lockett. You look at Will Disley before he was injured as well. He was seeing a lot of targets. Um, it just seems that they've they've gone back to very much that run first, as Craig said, yeah. as opposed to as opposed to mixing it up a little bit more. That's I guess what I was getting at. And this is a time for for those teams that are winning, and that's why I don't put a massive amount of stock in 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 the um, Saints or the uh, Niners game. Wow. You can't be showing your whole playbook. If you're expecting to um, be in the playoffs, which all those teams are, you've got to be mindful about the type of plays you run now because those money ones, you're going to need them in two weeks. I think I'm fairly confident that both Sean Payton and Carl Shanahan have got more up their sleeve. Um, and if they if they don't, they can come up with stuff. Um, those those two minds, I'm not wouldn't be too too. But it's less but... it's less it's less about what they know, isn't it? It's more about what the team have drilled, and you you don't want to if they if if you've got four or five six plays that you know, you know, great red zone plays, guaranteed four or one plays, maybe a special teams play or whatever. You're not you're not using them now. They're not coming out now, uh, especially when try... the pass are recorded. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All See, right, I, let's, I let's, think let's the Shanahan go. playbook is plenty deep enough. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Quick look at the AFC and the well, some weird results. I mean, the the Texans at home to the Broncos. Now, again, we sort we sort of touched on it in a different way, but nobody saw that coming. No, that was uh, one not, of those it, games you tuned into, thinking how much of the Texans won by, not who's won this one. Well, the 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 Broncos. They just kept scoring, and you think, well, okay, they'll they'll come back or start now. Oh, the Broncos have scored again, and it, it just it just carried on. Um, can I, mean, can it, I it's, it's not. Go on, Russ. I like. I've got a lot of time after watching him last week and this week. I've got a lot of time for Drew Locke. I think the kid's got some real talent. Oh, I know been, that might been... be a bit of a hot take, but it's he. He's the he next drove, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he drove he drove the offense well. He you know, obviously it's not um not him calling the plays, but obviously Lindsay got through a lot of work. His receivers are doing bits for him as well. Um Noah Fant, I think, is gonna be a tremendous a tremendous talent. Quick, good hands. You know, he could probably play as a receiver as well as a tight end. Um and I think the the Broncos have got something to be excited about after being pretty irrelevant for a little while. I think that they've got something to be excited about over the next couple of seasons. Russ, I'm I'm confused. Don't you know nothing about NFL? No, well, I don't. According to Mr. Byram. 
<laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, 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 know, say, I know nothing. I know, no, no, I know, I know nothing. Oh, when, I was when, poking. When, I was poking Jamie about his Sanders has landed in a terrible spot. Get rid of all your shares of him, and he's refusing, refusing to accept the injury as a factor. And then Russ jumped in, and he told Russ he knew nothing about NFL, which I thought was hilarious. It's true. <laughs> I mean, it, okay, I mean, it yes. is. It is pretty true, but you know. <laughs> I bet it was it was a fairly easy nibble. To be fair, it was very easy. The thing I about think, any of the people involved, they do like a nibble. Yeah, they can't I can't resist it. I think Denver. The thing about Drew Lock, the, the the jury's out. He, he's had a, he's he played well, but if you're a backup or even a third string quarterback, this is classic long snapper. By the way, I I start this conversation to talk about the AFC playoff picture and we're going down a rabbit hole about the, about the broncos. <laughs> broncos anyway if you if i don't you're, mean to cut you short but you know i want to cut you short well shut up a minute and i'll be just mute him you basically made it longer um if 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 you wanted if if you were a second string third string quarterback there is no better time to come in than four weeks to go of the season nothing to play for Everybody wanted to play football. No pressure on you. So, I'm. I'm Almost I'm, like I said exactly that earlier in the podcast about Drew Locke. Oh, uh, clearly wasn't listening, mate. Um, <laughs> my thing, my thing about my thing about the the Denver is I do think that that defense has to improve. Having had Von Miller at one point, you know, arguably defensive best defensive player in the league, uh, I I worry that he's wasted and that that pass rush is poor. Run defense could be better. Um, so that's that's my worry for the, for the Broncos. But I do think we should talk about the playoffs. I, I don't even like the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I think although, of... although, I'll tell you what we could do. We could talk about the Jets. Oh, <laughs> please. Hey. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, what? Okay, the Texans lost. <laughs> We've established that. The Raiders lost. The Colts lost. Now, the Colts, that was... Well, they've they've messed up two two weeks in a row in big games um and they're not necessarily but probably out of the picture now it's sort of simplified things when you look at it you've now got um the patriots the ravens probably still one and two seed not necessarily in that order probably not in that order um and then you have the chiefs in the west then four four more teams to make the playoffs um two well it's Three from the Texans, the Bills, the Steelers, and the Titans. Now, the Steelers have shocked quite a few people with, with Duck Hodges. Craig, you're the only person, and credit where credit's due, the only person that to have the Steelers coming through in the AFC. To Hang lessen, on a sec. Lessen, lessen they, haven't, credit. they haven't made the playoffs yet. No, well, hold, hold on. <laughs> to lessen the credit aimed at Craig here, he had them in place of the Bills um, and he had them going, I think, with Indy as well. So let's not go too mad. But they they're hanging around. They've still Wait, got the. Did I have the bills out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. See, I actually, I actually still sneakily think that the Bills are going to win that division. I mean, they they could. I think they're probably be they're the, the better team right now. I I, I don't go out the window. I I listen. I still <laughs> cannot. If they play I... next week, the Bills win. It wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't surprise me if there was some form of... I mean, I'm not going to say that there was a plan. Bill Belichick never wants to lose. But 
I I wouldn't surprise if we see a complete. I mean, look at that. Look at the play calling last week for the for the Pats. Like all of these trick plays, all of these wrinkles. That ain't a, that's not a Patriots offense. And I kind of think your immediate question is, you know, is this just because shit is not working on the offense? We've got to do something different, or is this just? You know, a bit of what Rich says. If we go under the radar, people think we're kind of rubbish and we end up being... I mean, they can't run the ball at the moment. I cannot for one second believe that Bill Belichick is not going to fix that run game. And I think if you fix that run game, a lot of things change. The defence is still very good. I'm, I'm, Unfortunately, as much as I, do, I think Brady's done, I'm not... Teams, teams can stack the box against them, though. But if, if, they do, playing, if, they do stack, if they do stack the box against them, then that then Edelman becomes a factor again. I think the run game will improve. And then if you if your response at the moment, that's the problem, is they're not having to stack the box. They're getting beat on the line of scrimmage, and those, you know, seven to fifteen yard routes are not being completed. So he's either got to check down or go try and hit a twenty yard pass with no receivers. Um, what's the the boy Jacoby Myers? I mean, who the fuck is that? And he, their best receiver on the weekend. I, I, James I, White's I, the best quarterback as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not willing to move off the patch just yet. Um, I think the more interesting one is the is the Chiefs. I, I'm. I'm. Well, they, they, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are. I don't want to say they're not relevant, but they're not relevant insofar as their divisions. Sewn up really, barring a miracle. Um, so they've not they they should make the playoffs. They're probably not going to not going to get a bye week. They'll have a third seed more than likely. So who would you rather so play? Let's put let's put it this way: you meet in the first round of the playoffs. You'd rather take? Would you rather play the Chiefs right now or the Bills right now? As just the well, as the Titans or as a, as a general team? As a, I mean, any team. I mean, ugh. it's it. It might it might depend on how you match up against them because you you might rather face a weaker D in Kansas City, um, or you've got or you're facing Buffalo who might tear tear your offense apart. And it's, it, yeah, it's a difficult All one. Right. Brilliant. Uh, while you while you wriggle your ass on that fence, Rich. <laughs> okay, even better. Rich is speaking Rich with. Rich is still muted. muted. Pat, what do you reckon? Oh Would you play gosh. Bills or Chiefs? I would play um, Chiefs away, Bills at home. Oh, for okay. goodness' sake! <laughs> you can join. You can join Adam on. Uh, we're splitting it at your ass, Russ. Actually, Somebody's I'm going to play the. I'm going to play the Chiefs all day long, all day long. See, I you, I think you can get out the you can get out the Chiefs more than you can get out the Bills. I think the fact that we're yeah. actually having this discussion is something that says a lot, considering what you know. If you think back to week two or three, would we have ever said, who would you rather play, the Chiefs or the Bills, is even a discussion to be had. Yeah, true. And somewhere somewhere in near Swindon, Mark has got a <laughs> semi-hard uh, <laughs> penis in this discussion. He's going to be gutted that he's missed this. I will, I will just uh, We wouldn't have talked about it if Mark was yeah, here. definitely not. <laughs> true. So the, the only reason I'm saying it is because Mark's not here. Um, I, I, honestly... It is the worst type of... T- you know what it's like, yeah? When you was young and you played football and there was that one kid who was fucking shit 
he was shit. But he would, if he was marking you, you'd have a terrible time. He just wouldn't stop running. Didn't really know what he's doing. So he just was always in the, the way. So he was always in the wrong place, but it's exactly where you were going to turn. He hasn't got a clue. So when you're trying to shield the ball, he's actually facing you and he's nicked it off you. Do you know what I mean? Like just the most annoying. It, it, they just punch you in the mouth. Horrible to like. I don't enjoy the football. I'd be surprised if any Bills fans do. But. You can't deny it's how effective it is. And that is not a fun place, especially, especially if you have to go there between now and February. It's going to be miserable. It is the what yeah. I would not, of all the teams, I think. They're the, they're the only team that have kept Lamar in check it. in yeah. living memory. Hey, um, we lost our field goal. Football in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw another question then. So meeting this week, they haven't met the season yet, which is quite weird in week 15, considering they're playing the same division. But the Texans and the Titans, both eight and five. Which of those two would you rather face? Uh, at the moment, probably the Texans. Hmm. I actually think they're believable, isn't it? I actually think they're both very similar teams. I think if you look at the makeup of the teams, if anything, you favour the Titans because they've got a running back. Other I than that, more varied weapons in general. Yeah. Well, I think they they're pretty I don't I think if you look at a man for man, a lot of similarities. Um AJ Brown stepping up. He's 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 a big play threat, good receiver. I've properly getting... fallen in love with that guy by the way. Yeah, I mean he's been he was mustered last two weeks. Um and 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 Tannehill's playing good football. Tannehill's showing you why he was a first round pick. He's playing good football, so I, I actually think is that the, the the fact that you've got um you know a stellar running back. I actually think the Titans not 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 fun to face either. Still think the Bills. I think the Bills are the Bills, Ravens, Pats, top of the top of the division. But Titans five Titans five hundred and fifty yards of offense against the Raiders. How about that? It's the Raiders though. Yeah, Raiders have got all 550. Yeah, let they're going to be in 1710 next week. Yeah, but how long, how long was the AJ Brown reception? Uh, 90. It was at least 90. Well, there you the... go. And what yeah, was you've got to get at the yardage somehow. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Listen, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. And, and actually, the good, the, conversely to the Bills, Titans play exciting football. And Tannehill has been. You actually do think how bad was Mariota, and did did it did it take too long? Well, I don't think we need to have that post mortem right now. <laughs> um, right, let's have a quick, a very quick chat as we're we're going to go very long, but then we always go long. What of it? Um, the worst team in football, and I've forgotten this. We we were talking about this every week last year. Um, who the current worst team in football, which was often the Cardinals. Uh, but right now, just as uh, let's let's just do a quick a quick straw poll round. In fact, maybe a sentence each on who you think's the the worst team in football and why. Pat, let's start with you. Start with me. <laughs> Before Andy Dalton came back, it was clearly the Bengals. Now Andy Dalton's back. I'm leaning towards the Giants just because they waste so much of what they've got. Oh, that wasn't the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> Do you want the answer you were looking for? Uh, yeah, are you going to give it to me? 
Well, I would love to say that it was the Jags. The Jags aren't on current form, I think, if, if that's what we're talking about, rather than records. On, cu- on current form, the Jags are the worst team in football. Okay. Craig? <laughs> they can't defend. Leonard Fournette can't get in the game. Their main weapon of... Um, reception is injured now pat as well i think in the for a little bit um gardner minshew's got a a tremendous mustache <laughs> if you was if honestly if you said to if you told me it was the jets i'd find it difficult to argue to be totally honest with you um but f- for argument i'd probably say the dolphins yeah they they they're playing for their coach doesn't mean they're playing. Doesn't mean they're uh, playing good football. They are. Rich, they're, they're trying. They're having fun. But they're the that, yeah. They're, they're having fun, aren't they? They're doing weird shit. They're 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 just going. Well, fuck it. They're they're playing literally. Fuck it, football. Yeah. Okay, I have a feeling Rich is frozen or he's disappeared. Um, can you guys hear me? Oh, I can yes. hear you. Yeah, go on. Great. Um, I I was going to say the Bengals, but I do actually think it might be the Jets. Fuck you, man. See, I want to. I, I want to. I want to say it's the Jags, but I don't. I, they've just had. They've had a bad, bad two or three weeks, and some of the coaching has been shocking, and probably some of the commitment as well. But I just think they've got some better pieces. I mean, look at. I, I'm going to award it to the whole NFC East. But the, the Eagles look absolutely woeful. And they, they probably didn't deserve that win on Monday night. The Eagles should be better than they are, but uh, yeah, just that that whole division that can do one. And they're, they're one of that one of that division will get a playoff berth, and somebody can, decent won't. Can you can you step away from my any uh, one sentence preview, please, Adam? Okay, <laughs> right, let's 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 get into those. Um, and my laptop's dying, so I don't know whether I'll be able to actually contribute. I'm hoping well, you will because you've got. I don't want to have to do any more work. You've you've got three to do, Rich. Well, Let's I'll do stick this. Around as long as I can. Let's do this. Right. New York Jets at Baltimore. My Jets head to a brilliant. <laughs> That's as good as my intro to the podcast. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. We're gonna edit that one, yeah? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that one again New York is that Jets. it just leave it as that okay fine <laughs> is it is it any better than that craig be it honest. isn't it isn't to be all fair right, let's move on. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right houston at tennessee eight and five versus eight and five two unfashionable but currently exciting teams going head to head it's code blue in nashville philadelphia at washington Depressingly, the Eagles could top the NFC East after this and they'd still only be at 500. Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay? 10 and 3? When? <laughs> Miami at New York Giants. Dumpster fire on dumpster fire action here for the football masochists out there. <laughs> Denver at Kansas City. Who drew this one could be a lock? Okay, <laughs> bit of a reach, but this was more competitive than we might have thought a few weeks ago. I feel like Casey would need to run the ball to get the W at home. Tampa Bay at Detroit. 
This is the real-life equivalent of the consolation bracket. Nobody really cares, and the chances are that at least one of the coaches can't even be bothered to set a lineup. Seattle at Carolina. Come on, Carolina. <laughs> New England at Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. Minnesota at LA Chargers. Vikings go to the Chargers, chasing down Green Bay, or maybe a wild card. Let's fingers crossed they get the win. Jacksonville at Oakland. More dumpster fire on dumpster fire action. Are there more teams tanking than trying to make the playoffs at this point? <laughs> it does seem that way. Cleveland at Arizona. Welcome to the soap opera bowl. Two teams with multiple candidates for Mr. Irrelevant. Atlanta at San Francisco. We might have finally lost Rich. <laughs> that went well. Who wants to do? Anyone want to do Atlanta at San Francisco? San Francisco emerged from the toughest three-game stretch in NFL history with the one seed, but they can't relax with the Seahawks still breathing down their necks. Wow! How about that, he appeared again. That's a bit, bit of good luck, that. Yeah. L.A. Rams at Dallas. Six, six from seven Cowboys against the eight and five Rams. One of these two teams is going to top the dead division. I bet you can't guess who. But we so can't guess what you just said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, you to, do you want me to say that again? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like you hosted, you kept saying Leicester on all over last night, Ross. I did, yeah. I, I did. think you, you said Leicester when you meant Leicester, which I kind of could forgive you, but you said them when I think you meant Northampton. I did. <laughs> um, just calling that out. Yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo at Pittsburgh. So the Buffalo Bills are playing on Sunday night football. The pigs are flying and hell really has frozen over. The Bills Mafia are trying to remain optimistic about this game, but we've been bitten far too many times in the past. The team will feel that they this is a game that they should be winning, even though their biggest weakness doesn't match up at all well against that stellar Steelers defence. As for the Steelers, I can't quite yet work out how they keep winning games. With their main running back and wide receiver both out injured, and a quarterback by the name of Duck playing for them. It shouldn't work, and yet it still manages to. With the Titans and those Steelers hot on the heels of the Bills for those elusive wildcard places, this is a game that Buffalo really need to win. Go, Buffalo! Who was that guy? Jesus, he went on a bit. Indianapolis at New Orleans. Two or three weeks ago, I'd have been expecting a nice close game here. Now I'm expecting a Saints cakewalk. And there we go. Flawless as ever. One sentence previews. <laughs> I have no idea if Rich is still with us. I'm um, back. Oh, he's back. How about that? That's seamless. <laughs> How Did do you we miss keep me? churning this stuff out? Honestly. Right. Any other business? We finally made it. Who's most eager? Oh, I'll go first because I, I, I know what Craig is going to talk about in a second. Oh, um, no, you're not. Please. Oh, but, no. But what I will do is I will talk about Elf on a Shelf. Right? Ugh. For the love of God. What is the matter with people trying to out... It's like... um, It's like the back-to-school photographs, but people just trying to outdo themselves and outdo each other by making the, the Elf on a Shelf more outrageous. And it, it couldn't be a bigger pile of absolute shit if they tried. So 
you know, I'm not saying ruin the magic of Christmas for your kids, whatever, but Elf on a Shelf, fucking give it a rest. It's one of those ridiculous, stupid American commercial bullshit things that just seems to have, like, leached into British culture, and it's it's shit. I agree yeah. with you. Can't, can't deal. Anyway, that that's it for me. Okay. I can only hope that Craig's is going to last just, just a nice sort of punchy 45 seconds like that. Let's see how we go, Craig. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, in fairness, I I forewarned, and I haven't talked about it up until now. What I'll do is we'll we'll post a tweet and let the listeners know how many times to press the 30 skip button. You know what you you could do, Adam? You could shut up, and everything's a lot quicker. Like, like, you know me better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) <laughs> so no but i will try and keep precise uh concise but yeah so but you know if pilots is in your bag then you're right press the 30 second fast forward probably two or three times um but obviously pretty big deal on thursday guys um i'm legitimately genuinely worried and it would be funny to like dismiss it and i could do that but i don't want to because it's it's actually really important to me i think it's, it should be important to everyone i get people being fatigued by it um but i want to just tell a very very quick story we had a conversation about this a few weeks ago a little and i will um it was one of the, you know standard brexit left versus right conversation uh, and I, I i don't think russell mind um <clears throat> but we was talking about you know how shit it's been for the last however many years and russ you can correct me if i'm wrong I, 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 I'm probably not going to get this correct verbatim, but effectively, I was like, you know, people are fucking struggling and having to work hard, and and Russ's argument, well, I've been working fucking hard, um, and and I get that, and actually, it comes down to a crux. A lot of people, there are some people who are just fucking idiots, right? You can't get away from it. Some people who are right wing Nazi dickheads with two brain cells to rub together i'm not talking to them but there are some there are some people because so sorry one of the key wrinkles from the conversation with me and russ is i said he's privileged and so he's been more fortunate over this period of austerity where everyone else is fucked and russ has done you know he's done all right and russ's argument was i worked fucking hard to do all right other people haven't and he took a bit of exception to the word privilege and i after we spoke i did think about it and and whatever and again ignore the mugs if you're that way inclined you're a dickhead you don't like me it's all good but there's a group of people who have been in this last 10 years 15 years probably become an adult you know if you're my generation over that time you turned into an adult and if you've done all right you probably think i've brought you know i broke my back to do so and i'm not denying that that is not the argument particularly you know if you happen to come from a certain background and you've still and you've done all right. It piss you off if people keep saying you've done okay because of the background you come from. When you turn up to work like everyone else, you know you pay your taxes. You're worried about the end of the month just like everyone else. And I suppose here's the point: you have you have grafted. You've done well. Fair play. That doesn't mean that other people haven't. It doesn't mean that there are people out there who have got nowhere near the chance the opportunity of you it doesn't diminish how hard you've worked and what you've achieved and what you've had to sacrifice for your family there are a lot of people who never even got that opportunity and that's the problem so that's what i want people to think about on thursday 
I don't want to sound sort of um, what's the word utopian, but try and think about everyone else. Do you know what I mean? I know it's really difficult when you're frustrated and you feel like you're struggling and you're grafting. I promise you, over the last ten years in my line of work, I've seen things that you just shouldn't see in 2019. So when you go to the polls on Thursday, think about your family, of course. Think about your kids, of course. Think about what the future you want, of course. But also do your best to have a look outside of your own experience, your own world, your own, I don't know, stuff. And and think about, shit, what should we be doing? What should we be doing? Yeah, that's a great point. And you, you've explained that properly bang on to be honest, mate. And I just wanted to add one thing to that, and I don't want to go massively down a a political rabbit hole, is people on social media who, the minute all of the the propaganda and the rhetoric that's that's going on, and a lot of what people are saying about both parties is, well, I'm not going to vote Conservative because Boris Johnson's an absolute prick, or look at the state of the fucking hairy honey monster womble fuck whatever they call him and on the other side and on the other side you've got people saying oh well fucking it's nothing to do with labor but i fucking hate jeremy corbyn and i can't see him prime minister people have got to see past that shit vote for the party vote for the policies vote for what you believe in don't vote for whoever the leader is because chances are the leader will be gone mm. sooner rather than later but the party will remain the policies will remain the promises that were made should remain. Don't vote for the person. Vote for the policies and vote for the vote for the the parties. I guess. Yeah, here, here. I I'm I've been trying not to get involved in politics on social media as much as possible this last month. And the one thing I've been doing is continuously pu- pushing people to the vote for policies website. Just go there. Look at the policies, make your own fucking mind up. Don't listen to the media. Don't listen to, you know, the cult of personality bullshit. Is that is that the website which takes the I've seen a website that's doing like a quiz and it and it brings up a load of, of policies like standpoints, but they're anonymous. So you basically answer the a lot questions. Of, you've got to be careful with a lot of those because a lot of them try and lead you into stuff. Uh, and absolutely. It, absolutely. And, it, and it's and it's going back to what Craig was saying. Oh, I'm yeah, you can be, it's very easy good. to if if someone okay if someone asks you, you know, do do you want to see children starving? Of course you don't. <laughs> you know, and, and it can it, they can get a bit like that. Yeah, so, Adam, this this one this one takes the manifestos on face value. So I could see specific points that the conservatives like the fifty fifty thousand nurses thing. They've just put that in there with no like, latch. I, I understand. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I the man, I don't, Craig, I can't believe not, any any of the not, manifestos. To be quite well, frank, no, but you can. Stop it. Let's move on because you can. Don't. <laughs> that. That's what the Tories have done. They've made this horrible fucking mist of everything's a lie, but it's not. You can fact check it. Some stuff's a lie. Some stuff isn't. It's as simple yeah. as that. Do my, your research. My, some people are chatting shit. Other people aren't. Do your research. My point is that at least gives you a guide on what the parties are saying their policies are, and they and they are direct from the manifestos or, or like a summarization of the manifestos, but without like, because your Adam, your point is, it shouldn't be. Uh, do you want to add fifty thousand nurses? But it's not really fifty thousand nurses. This is all a lie. Like that's not how they're presenting it. They're just presenting. Yeah, it I, yeah, I, I, I get, I get it, I get it. But I, I, 
Ugh. I'm 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 very fatigued. Oh yeah, I think we all are. Um, and and it's ex- exacerbated by the B word that we don't want to. I don't. I don't. Mean, I don't Boris. Not not that B word. The other one. <laughs> Patrick, Pat, man. Pat, Pat take this. Shit. Take this someplace else. Or or the same place. It's up to you. Pat's muted his mic. Yeah. His mic's not working. Well, his, head, his headset's not working. He can't hear us either. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I'm just talking away on mute like an idiot. I want to shout out the work of many a true nerd who's been producing really top quality, cheering up YouTube content for the last five years. And it's particularly useful now when you need that sort of disengagement with all of the crap that's swirling around on Twitter and just lock into something entertaining I, I think I watch his stuff more than I watch terrestrial TV these days and, and the majority of it is um, gaming reviews or um, longer form kind of um, gaming playthroughs he does live streams on weekends as well he's supported by his partner Claire and they do excellent work so check them out on Twitter, check them out on uh, YouTube at Many a True Nerd Nice Cool I'm going to go nerdy as well if I can, Adam. Do. Uh, so I think I know what you're going to talk about. One of my friends posted the new Ghostbusters trailer, and I've been a little bit cynical about, oh, it's another Ghostbusters film. It's a bit of a money grab cash cow thing. That trailer looks a bit fucking good. I I got a bit excited about that. I've got to be honest. It's They've taken it somewhere I, a I bit different, too. which I, I really too. like is that they they almost reference the fact that the original Ghostbusters happened in the 80s and it's like the next generation on or two generations on from that and it's it looks it looks great i'm excited for it now and i don't get excited for films very often i i i know deep down it'll be a massive disappointment but i loved it just it, i had the same reaction as you it might not be though what if it's not what if it's brilliant yeah but act, but there isn't since in the last 10 20 years there's been no new music film ever made that we, we had enough already you know idiot, we don't Adam. we don't uh, i know <laughs> no but it's they've they've used so there's one of the kids out of stranger things there are a number of really great actors in it um and that's that's where i start to feel like you've got Bill a really Murray, good cast Android, um, well those guys <laughs> yeah, those guys. Those guys were kind of pulled in from the start, but there's there's a the younger generation of talent that's come into this that that just. I'm. I think it's promising when there are people that don't need to be doing this film that are doing it, and I'm hoping it's not just a nostalgia thing, but it's actually because it's a good script. We we will see. Also, also one quick one. I'm loving the Guinness Clear Christmas adverts. I've not seen that. Guinness Clear. It's it's a hundred percent H two O. Okay. The in joke that we need to catch up on. Fine. Go, go and watch the ads. <laughs> Adam, bring us home, mate. Okay. Well, I'll start. I'll start by saying that Thursday is is going to affect me insofar as the polling station is my daughter's nursery. So I'm gonna have to work work from home on Thursday morning and look after her because she can't go because it's a polling station. Um, so in the morning I would not every day we share it about but some mornings if I drop her off I'm walking into the polling station and it'll all look weird and different that wasn't what I was going to say what I was going to say was companies 
Twitter used to be a good place to contact a company that you have an issue with or not necessarily a complaint or a query. And there was a seemed to be a phase where you could get like a nice quick answer on Twitter where you're not having to phone up or wait for a response for an email, just a quick tweet and you get an answer. And I just recent experiences, it seems to have gone away from that. And it's very much all you, all you seem to get back from companies now are, oh, contact our customer services at these details. Um, Paddy Power I interacted with. Um, I'm not going to bore you with why, but their their answer is, oh, c- click on this link and it takes you to our contact us. But like, like, what? Why are you even there? What's the point in having a a Twitter page or a form of customer service if you only use it to push push it people to your other forms? They opened, unless they opened the floodgates, didn't they? Well, that's the problem. When it first started, everyone got on board and went, "Oh, this is this is good." You know, we can get a, a direct response very, very quickly on Twitter. And now a lot of obviously big companies have social media teams and all that sort of stuff. But actually, they're all in the same department, aren't they? They're all in a complaints department, probably all in the same fucking large, faceless, soulless office. Well, that was the problem was that they it felt like you could get a better resolution if you went through Twitter than if you rang up their customer complaints people. So I think everyone just started hammering Twitter and then it just becomes Absolutely. too much for them to handle. Things go full circle, I guess, don't they? Yeah. Oh, have, they... You seen, have you seen Netflix have been doing this thing of what's something you can say during sex, but also when you manage a brand Twitter account? There's some fucking brilliant ones. Just go and, go uh, and Google I, for it. I, I enjoyed the uh, Alan Partridge one. Like, what, yes. what can you... Yeah, I... I... What can you say while watching Partridge or having sex? I may want to mix the eggs and the beans, but I'd like it to be my decision. Stop, stop <laughs> it. You're getting chocolate on the balance. <laughs> uh, that's where we should end it. Bit of Partridge. <laughs> right. We will be, I hope you've all enjoyed it. We'll be, we'll be back next week. Bye for now. Go well. Yes. Go well. Cheers. Thursday. <laughs>